The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Koopsik. Yeah. How are you? I'm feeling pretty good. I got you I back know. in two weeks in a row now. It's, it's kind of hot. It's been kinda a hot. while since we've had that, even that kind of consistency lately. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's kind of <laughs> hot. Kind of hot. What, what's new with you, my friend? Um, I am going to Glidden's event this weekend. Yes. HHparacon.com. If people out there want to check that out, there's still time. Um, this uh, this episode will be released the day before it, it starts. Yeah. So uh, go to Haunting History Paracon. He's been all over the news and stuff down there. So hopefully it's a really Fuck good yeah. turnout. That's good, man. But Ectoplasma Show will be there, and I'll have stickers and stuff to give away at the table. And uh, you can come say hi. Talking about boys and jelly beans and stickers. Yeah, so that's in Joplin, Missouri, October uh, 8th and 9th. No, 7th and 8th. 7th and 8th, yeah. So Friday and Saturday, um, 2022, if you're listening to this in the future. So you missed out. So that'll be fun. Uh, I'll be heading down there tomorrow, and we'll be we're staying. I'm staying in an Airbnb with all the PRI guys. Yes, it's like a really big old house that they say there's activity there. So that should oh, that'll be, be fun hot. too. And I'm bringing my equipment, so we'll hey. have lots of uh, lots of content from this weekend. That's perfect. Um, I may just set it up because you know Dan, he's like he's a mixologist or whatever. I may just set yeah. it up in the evenings and we can drunkenly get on and just like you know, blurt out whatever. No, it's a great idea though. Yeah. And, and just I'll talk shop. A, yeah, I'll have it set up in a room at the event as well, so I could pull anybody in there, even if it's for a couple minutes to Fuck yeah. get a ghost story or, or whatever. So I like that. That should be fun. You could call it Tales from the Con. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what also is pretty cool and fun is podbelly.com. Ooh. Go to podbelly.com. Nice that is our podcast network. We are founding members of Podbelly Podcast Networks. Ne- network, not networks. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true. Yeah. Uh, so what if, what if, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, actually, we were supposed to be having an event here uh, at the manor. Yeah. Um, and uh, ticket sales were not what they were supposed to be. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, so we, we had to cancel the event. So you should come down to the HH Paracon. Yeah, I, I should. And we can talk off air why I won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, there's, there's beds available there, so. I mean, as long as I could like, cu- like, just cuddle up with you, like that's all I care about. No, yeah. <laughs> no, not gonna happen. But uh, so, I, um, a couple weeks ago, I was in Nebraska for work. Yes, 
And I stopped into the Crossroads Bigfoot Museum and met a very nice lady there. Yeah. Who, um, so if you're in Hastings, Nebraska, or anywhere near Hastings, Nebraska, it's near the center of the state in the south, uh, there's a really cool Bigfoot Museum in that town from this lady. And I think she was in her 70s. She'd been hunting Bigfoot for most of her life. That's amazing, though. She's just out there squatching. Yeah, her and her husband, who's since passed away, uh, were doing a lot, but she's doing it on her own. Well, not on her own. She says she goes out with a group of people. Um, They actually have a a paranormal event every year that they're bringing back next year. Oh, you were mentioning this, I think. Uh, Hundreds of people apparently go to this event. So Ectoplasm Show might be going to that. We Um, should. I'll work on that. But anyway, so while we were there, which, um, so it basically it's the back half of her house and then uh, an outdoor building that just like has all these Bigfoot statues and all this stuff. Like it's really well put together and it has real photos and like casts and all just like all these stories all over the wall of all over the walls and in that in the house of bigfoot and there's also a section that has to do with ufos and 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 some other stuff but i while i was there and we ended up having a conversation about giants okay and that's kind of what put me down this road of looking up giant skeletons because she had a map of nebraska that had pins in it for all the bigfoot sightings oh that's really cool but there happened to be a pin in hamburg iowa which is right on the border there hamburg Hamburg. iowa hamburg yes um and next to that pin Mm -hmm. it had a little note none of the other ones had notes but it had a little note it was a different color pin it said 14 foot skeleton found see this is amazing to me because of the fact that this is literally in my backyard. In 20 mm-hmm. minutes, I could be in Hamburg. Um, mm-hmm. f- just absolutely fascinating to me. And so we, w- I went into asking her about that because she, she sat us. We, well, first, when we walked in, we didn't see anybody for like 20 minutes. It was just me and the guy I was working with. What the f- and there was nobody else there. And it was the back of somebody's house. And you could tell that it was the museum. We were in the right place, obviously. <laughs> You're like, should we be here? Right we walked now? in. We were just walking around. We actually walked around the entire main for floor before she came out she didn't know we had gotten there oh just she was in the rest of her house no she she noticed us but we had been there for like 15 20 she noticed our car outside oh we had been there walking around for at least 15 minutes before but then she the like the all the stuff was really cool i could have spent probably hours just sitting there listening to her stories and talking about because you know i told her i was a podcaster and what we were getting we got into all kinds of different stuff and how she thought about bigfoot and she's not just a bigfoot hunter anyways she sat us down in the main room where that map was and she started telling us about it so i asked about the skeleton yeah and off the top of my head, I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't terribly long ago, like the date of when this skeleton was found. Oh, shit. Um, I mean, terribly, maybe in the last 50 years. Um, yeah, but still, that's fairly this, recent, you know? The story was, is they were she they were on the, the Missouri River. This person was standing on the Missouri River on the bank. And one of the sides, the Iowa side, is kind of a drop, like... 
a drop down into the water and he looked down the drop down and there were two femur bones sticking out the side of the riverbank. Wow. So he had it dug up, called in the Smithsonian and it disappeared. Like magic. Yeah. The, the Smithsonian, Smithsonian came out, collected the items and he never heard anything again about it. And they're God gone. Damn. I want to know exactly where this happened. You know what I, I mean? mean? She had a pen in there. I mean, I, I, we could probably narrow it down to like a mile. Damn. Like, I don't know if we could find exactly where it was, but maybe, maybe she knows who made the report. I don't know. We didn't get into that, um, about the actual person uh, as much detail, but she's available. So if we want to try to figure that out, we probably get pretty close. God, it's amazing, though. She went into now what she was working on. She found gi- the the thought of giants in our in our history, fat, super fascinating. So she started going into this story about how a couple of years ago, or maybe as little as a year ago, somebody came into the museum with a pamphlet, like a printed out like pamphlet for a fair. Okay. In Guide Rock, Missouri, or not Missouri, Guide Rock, Nebraska, which was about 45 minutes south of there. And that that pamphlet pamphlet was from several decades before. On the cover, on the front of the pamphlet, it had a picture of a giant skeleton in the ground, kind of in the fetal position. Okay. And below it, it said to the effect of, one of 79 or one of 179 found skeletons in the guide rock area what that had been collected by the smithsonian that's a lot that's a lot they were like six to eight feet down but they were all over out there and as 79 is a lot but she was saying 179 i'm pretty sure my God, uh, maybe though. she said both um, throughout the conversation, but so she was planning a trip to go down there to look with LIDAR to see if she could find other graves. Absolutely. Yeah. Or like ground um, penetrating radar and all of that stuff. Right. But so what do you, how do you feel about giant skeletons? Have you heard stories in the, like, have you heard it? This is, I've heard but, of this thing in the field for quite some time, <laughs> but I haven't really heard anybody go into any other detail other than, Oh, this skeleton was found in the Smithsonian took it. Yeah. See, like, I mean, <clears throat> very similar to you, I guess, like I've heard of, Oh yeah. They found like giant skeletal remains. And it, I mean, these obviously look humanoid, but at the same time, they're like, 20 feet tall 30 feet tall more mm-hmm. whatever yeah. and these things are just massive um and you imagine them i mean obviously with you know with skin and, and hair and all of that stuff you're like jesus christ like these things are absolute just gargantuan humanoids um it, it's interesting to me as to why the smithsonian would come out collect and then just it's like flatline after that right so i'm looking here um specifically at like who funds the smithsonian Mm -hmm. right like you kind of follow the money it's like who's writing the checks right well ultimately the taxpayer does correct so it says the smithsonian has two sources of funding 
uh, federal appropriations and income generated from gifts, revenue generating activities and investments um, referred to as Smithsonian trust funds is, you know, but it, it's interesting. So it's like you have two different, uh, I mean, obviously like gifts and different things like that investors here and there, but then you also have, you know, federal appropriations and, and, and things like that, which would obviously well, suggest that's taxes, right? Federal appropriations is yes. taxes, right? Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, um, so the other question is, which we won't have an answer to is why would this be something that needed to be covered up? Is there still giants out there and that's why it needs to be covered up or uh, so I've heard stories that if you do approach someone within the Smithsonian, ask them about it, maybe not specifically a person, but if there have been inquiries into it and like the line is, oh, they were bones for something else and, you know, they I got see. thrown out or whatever. But there's several stories. And, and I the way I prepared for this episode is I actually went on the Library of Congress and looked up yeah. – old news articles so most of what we're going to get into is stuff from the early 1900s late 1800s i'll read those stories and then we'll discuss it but there are several contemporary ones which we could expand on in the future specifically i know of a story of three being found outside of st louis that were also taken by the smithsonian god damn i mean just just for a history lesson real quick here it does say the smithsonian institution was established by an act of Congress in 1846 as an independent federal trust um, instrumentality. So, yeah, a unique public-private partnership that has proven its value as a cultural and scientific resource for more than 170 years. Interesting. So, uh, also, before we get into the old news articles that I found... Yeah, there was the day that I was spoke to you about this last week about doing this episode. There was a mysterious universe article posted, really? named uh, t- titled "Young Man Who Posted Video of a Giant Claims to Be Stalked by the CIA and Then Mysteriously Dies." Whoa! So I'll just read this article Definitely. as it is. Yeah. Uh, many UFO investigators fear they and their works are being watched by governments, aliens, men in black, secret agencies, and even other investigators. Have uh, There have been stories since the early days of ufology of mysterious visit- visits, threats, and even unexplained deaths. Those fears are now crossing over into other realms of the paranormal cryptozoology, spiritualism, and other fields of the anomalous. The mysterious and unexpected death of a young man who posted a video of what appears to be a giant, then reported being stalked and threatened by unidentifiable forces, then seemingly admitted it was a hoax, has many scratches on their heads, closing up their drapes and wondering if there or has many people scratching their heads. Closing their drapes and wondering if this could be next. Uh, what exactly did Andrew Dawson see, and was it related to his mysterious death? On April 4th of this year, 2022, 
Andrew Ryan Watchhorn Dawson posted a video on TikTok of what he described as a giant walking across the top of Whistler's Peak Mountain in Alberta, Canada. Damn. All, uh, I got to pause that. I opened up the link. I'll have the link to that specific TikTok video in the show notes. Um, actually, I'm going to watch it real quick. Are you? I do see something looks like a giant. Interesting. Interesting. Here, let me share this in here. So can you do that? Yeah, I can. Um, so you guys at home listening as a podcast, obviously you won't be able to see this, but you can hear their reactions to it and our reactions to it. So, (laughs) uh, screen, how old was this guy? Did you already mention that? And I missed it. Um, it didn't say, but okay. He seems to be a little like maybe twenties. I mean, okay, obviously so. too young to just be checking out. Okay, here we go. Let's fucking watch this. So there's nothing up there now, but then right. it switches. He zooms in. Whoa, whoa. Okay, there's something very large at the top of this peak. It looks like the shape of a person. It definitely does. What? It's too high to be. It's too. It's above tree line. So it's not a tree. Right. It wasn't there at the beginning of this video. There, There does seem to be a little bit of an edit there, but I think that's just him zooming in on it. Oh, probably. Dude, that is so weird. I don't know, man. What do you think? Like, whatever that is, is fucking huge. Tell me I'm wrong. That's massive. No. So, yeah, it's not there at the beginning. It looks like the shape of a person. It's not moving. Right. It's, um, they, I I don't know about them because I don't know. Maybe they have other videos that are, like, them faking something. I don't know for sure, but. It, it does look humanoid, and it's definitely above tree line. It's not a tree. It wasn't there at the beginning, so it wasn't like something stationary like a, like a radio tower or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not much there other than you do see it. It's not like they're tracking it down or anything. Let's see what else they say about it. Uh, So he posted a video on TikTok of what he described as a giant walking across the top of Whistler's Peak Mountain in Alberta, Canada. The Whistler's is a 8,100-foot mountain summit located in Jasper National Park, and Dawson claimed he and a colleague were driving to work on their regular route, a road alongside the mountain, when he saw something unusually large apparently standing on or walking across the peak. For those who wondered if the apparition was whistling... Oh, they put a joke in there. Um, Media reports of the unusual TikTok video say Dawson's colleague did not see the figure and asked him what he was looking at, which seemed odd since Dawson was able to record it. 
but they both were kind of remarking on it right they were saying pull over and see i couldn't really hear it uh i couldn't hear the video at all oh okay but, so they, that's it, all right though i guess right. yeah so uh, the way we have this hooked up you probably didn't it 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 they were remarking about it and they were talking yeah. about pulling over to get a better view of it then there were two people talking so i don't know what they mean here um he uploaded the video the comments are turned off but the video quickly had more than two million views so that's wow. weird because the wow. video that I just said we just watched only had 355,000 views. So maybe it got deleted and then reposted. Maybe, yeah. Um, oh, that was 355,000 likes. So that, never mind. Holy I was looking at the wrong shit. thing. Uh, as a result, it appears Dawson became intrigued by what he had oh. seen and began to show it beyond TikTok, hoping to find someone who could explain what he recorded. In a video posted days later on TikTok shows he returned to the location again to search for the mysterious giant and demonstrate how far away the peak was to illustrate how large the being must be. At one point, he says he thinks the creature was a Bigfoot. That was that was way too big to be a normal-sized Bigfoot, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I would totally agree. Uh, unfortunately, Dawson did not see the being again and speculated that it comes and goes. He eventually asked for help. He wanted to get a sponsor to pay for a helicopter to fly up there. Oh, fuck. Uh, someone with better equipment to magnify the video, et cetera. He was just trying to figure out uh, if people could figure. Uh, so regardless, though, video. like this, this, it, it sounds like, I guess from my standpoint here, right? It sounds like this kid is legit. Like he's wanting to figure this out. Um, he's wanting to explore it further and, and all of that. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, it could be that he just kept the 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 thing going because you know. But right. Um, right. however, D Dawson would not give up and return to the area again. That is when it appears that someone who didn't want him around found him. He says, "I just got stopped by some CIA agent. Told me to go back. Said I was trespassing. I don't know what made him think that it was a CIA agent, but." Yeah. Um, on April 12th, Dawson posted a video recounting an encounter. I'll put that in the show notes too. Let me open that up so that I have that. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm watching the video. You're fine. So he says that he got stopped while he was clearly in a public area. Anyways. Uh, at the Whistlers, and a person he referred to as a CIA agent, since he offers no proof that the person was indeed a government agent, this sounds like the surface, like, maybe he just assumed it was a CIA agent. He said he, he, planned, have, yeah. he planned to go back the following day and record any encounters, nothing wow. that he was also curious why the road into the area was blocked oh noting that he was also curious that the road was now closed uh dawson returned on april 13th at 5:30 a.m. with his dog it he, it doesn't appear he encountered the cia agent nor the being but a video taken as the sun begins to rise shows what looks like a passenger jet in the sky, but he implies is a UFO. 
what <laughs> so what um let me see if i can get that one like goddamn yeah yeah i can see why the guy might think that it's a ufo because of the weird contrail on it but it's a definitely a plane uh, a little yeah. while later he records helicopters and trucks going into the area comments that they are extracting something um that's just another assumption obviously right but uh still. returning in the dark on the following day he is stopped by someone blocking the road and issuing a warning the next tiktok video was uploaded on april 17th and labeled being stalked uh, because Dawson appears to see a car in front of his home, which he goes out to confront the driver, peels away at a high speed. Uh, no other videos are uploaded until May 6th when Dawson posts one titled Official Update. When he seemed to admit that the prior videos were all faked and he was sorry to disappoint you guys. In typical coerced video style, he appears to be nervous, looking away from the camera, possibly at someone else in the room with him. One thing very eerie about the video, he opens it by saying, I'm not dead. What? So I, I can see both sides of this argument, that he is faking all this so he would know to act scared yes. in an admission video. Absolutely. Or if he really had to make a an admission video that he used oh, force awesome. to I but now he's dead uh yeah let's see let's keep going the article the keeps going dead. on mo on may 16th dawson dawson posted a video titled i am scared where he is walking quickly in the dark on the following day he uploads a video of equipment on the whistler peak where he saw the being he asks what is it that was not there yesterday. The video being labeled military. Let's see if I can see. Mm, there is something up there. I don't know if it's this. It looks like the same mountain. I don't know. Um, was the last video Dawson uploaded to his, um, his handle was at Andy capped and at a N D Y K a P T. At this point, one could only look at this as a typical attention-getting series of TikTok videos, and they certainly did get attention to the millions of viewers in the media coverage. That would be the end and time to move on, except for a news item posted on Campbell River Mirror on July 1st of 20 or July 1st of 2022 in the obituaries. Andrew Ryan Watchhorn Dawson, November 4th, 1987 to July 1st, 2022 in loving wow. memory. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. That doesn't seem right. Okay. What, what, uh, what I mean, so right? I, I have the article here. Yeah. It is dated July 1st, but when, if you die, on July 1st, your obituary is not going to be on the website or in the newspaper on the day you die. Well, now wait a second. Yeah, it, on certain, was this on a website? It is on a website. So maybe and they would, backdated it. No, like I can, so 
I have a couple friends that literally like, like just, immediately just passed away and it was that same same day. Um so I mean I can see it happening. Now I get what you're saying too though. Like normally like it would be a, I mean at least a day, two, three in some cases. Interesting. Yeah. So that I'm I have the article right here uh the the obituary. Uh, says the photo accompany uh, the family memorial looks like the same Andrew Dawson in the TikTok videos. The comments on the obituary make note of the videos. Yeah, so there's a bunch of comments on there of people wow. that have gone found it. That um, wow. Damn. A search of Dawson's videos show no others referencing Bigfoot, UFOs, and CIA or conspiracy theories in the past. Uh, so yet some posts on YouTube and other internet sites suggest otherwise, like the one mysterious video on TikTok gets Andrew Dawson murdered by government. Uh, I don't, there's no link to that. Oh, so that's it. So damn dude, that's nuts though. Maybe he faked it, but how would he, maybe somebody submitted, like, how does my question is, is how did that, um, well, it's long ago, ago now, yeah. This was f- four months ago. Yeah. So if he did, if he didn't really die, he just submitted a fake obituary. It would have been taken down by. Like, it would have been figured out. Probably for sure. I don't know, man. That's nuts. Wow, it's good stuff though. But it, I guess it's because he didn't. Like, he just has the one video of the thing. Yeah. So I guess like my my biggest question, you kind of alluded to this earlier too when we were back when we were talking about like Hamburg, Iowa. Why? Why would this why would they want to cover this up, right? Like and just hear me out for a minute, right? Like we we dig up bones all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you know, we're constantly like digging up bones and studying bones. I mean, just think of like the the dinosaurs for an example, right? And things like that. Um I mean, we're we're always doing that. So if we find a really cool piece of history that we may not have known about, wouldn't we want to learn more? Number one, implement that into then like some form of curriculum, right? I mean, like study this, learn more about this, teach others about this and, and continue forward. Isn't that? I mean, that's what's sold. You know, that's what's supposed to be, right? That's right. So why then? Like, why cover this up? Well, no. it would be only be uh, the only thing that it could be, uh, even this uh, Andrew guy aside, is that there's still an ongoing reason that we can't know right. about it. But and see, and that's what's huh, like it's it's weird to me, right? So you you start to think about this. Where have we heard of giants before? In the in the in the Bible, right? Sure. And, and you yeah. think about like I mean, just David and Goliath for an example, right? And uh, the Nephilim, for an example, mm-hmm. uh, all in the Bible. Like, is it the church that's shutting this down? Like, I, I don't know, obviously. But maybe. Is it is it feasible that they, I mean, they certainly got enough pull to do so. Well, if this, why? If this Andrew Dawson thing is legitimate, it means that they're not just old bones in the ground. Right. No. Like, if this is legit, then they're still walking amongst us. Or visiting us. Well, and that, or... that's fair as well. Because, I mean, if you think of, like, 
the Nephilim, right? Like they were this like race of giants, however, more like also angelic in some way as well. And they came down and we were like, hey, these uh, these human chicks are kind of hot. And they started like mating uh-huh. with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, like it's just I don't know, man. Like there's something weird going on here. If you believe in in the the bible in the in all of that stuff but i mean i'm just saying well there's there's nothing to say that that they wouldn't be an alien race right exactly so So there would be reason to cover it up even though there seems to be some disclosure going on now which i still don't uh, actually trust (laughs) yeah and that's the that's the hard part right it's like now it's like yeah more and more it seems like as far as anything alien related, it does seem like there is more that's coming out and more that we're acknowledging or at least giving a fair shake to, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's encouraging. But then at the same time, you also have, you know, the United States government, right? Coming in, they've got, they got to have their fucking hands in it and they got to have all that stuff in it with like Space Force, Mm-hmm. And, and all that shit. It's like, God damn it. So it's like, <laughs> now I don't trust you again. So it, this, tough. yeah, this led me. So this led me down the path of, um, and I, and I've been on the, so on the library of Congress, they have scans of papers going back to like 1770, mm-hmm. 1777. Um, and you can search, you can search it through any word or term. Oh, like and a it'll find it in there. So I've done some stuff for this in the past, looking for other articles. So I just typed in "giant skeleton," yeah. and I was blown away by the number of scans. And yeah, some of you know, there's some of it. There's like the fictional stuff where they, you know, then they wrote a whole stories in the newspaper because that was, you know, entertainment. Um, but there are. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles about giant skeletons being found. And I've clipped a, you know, 10 of them out here from the first couple pages just to go through as a small, like, you know, I was thinking about this of maybe doing a bigger project with this, but I don't know how we could possibly investigate this. Well, here's the deal. Like, I don't want to end up like that other dude. You know what I mean? Well, even then, like, <laughs> what do we do? It's uh, like this skeleton was found in this <clears throat> county, in this state at this time. And the government has taken it. We can't find it. Or there's not even that in there. There's no, there's nothing right. that says what you happened know, to it. You know, it's all the people are too. dead too from these yeah. articles specifically. So. Or we could just waltz into the Smithsonian, ask, and, and then just get fucking shot down on. Go camera. Alex Jones style with the camera in our hand and just barge in and yell at them. Yeah, I think he's in enough trouble these days. <laughs> I think we do. I think you you take what Alex Jones does and do the opposite, and then maybe you'll be successful. <laughs> but, you, you can't say that Alex Jones didn't get results in the beginning. He did. Look, to be fair. He did results. Hey, hey, you know what? That's fair too. Yeah. In the beginning, like yes. when he did the uh God, what was that? Well, he did the <clears throat> Bohemian Grove one. Thank you. That's the one I was. And he yeah. he used to do, bring out all kinds of stuff about the yeah. Bilderberg group and stuff that like that. Yeah. Um, Man, so that was all early days, Alex Jones stuff. But. Fascinating stuff. And yeah, my God. It's yeah. 
but anyway so i have i have a few articles here we can just go through this one is from the arizona republican september 10th 1911 wow specifically on page four and the headline is marx is peeved at people's scoffing oh Peter Marks of Walnut Creek, who is in the city with a load of fruit, stated yesterday that his discovery of a giant skeleton of probably Aztec days seems to be regarded with incredulity by many who have written from all parts of the country since the account was first given publicly a few weeks ago, Yeah, says the journal. Uh Nearly all inquiries appear to view the discovery as worthy of his personal endorsement for veracity and the writers ask for additional information. Mr. Marx states that the frame of the giant is stored away and as recovered from the ground, there is no doubt but what the giant was a monster of the human race. Jesus. He has but a portion of the frame in his possession, but enough, however, to give accurate dimensions of a man who was of freak physical proportions from head to foot, which can be substantiated by any who care to view the remains. He also states that since making the original discovery, many other articles have been unearthed convincing him that the race was progressive and well-advanced as craftsmen, many crude implements being found, and in one instance, written slates. So he had actual slates with writing on it. Yeah. That give an intimation of education. He contemplates bringing what is left of the huge skeleton to the city sometime in the near future that all may see for themselves and form their own opinion. And that's the article. Fascinating. Fascinating. Wow. So on to the next one. Okay. Uh, This is a a website or a a newspaper called Warren Chief. It was from Warren Marshall County, Minnesota. April 2nd, 1903. Okay. Okay titled tall men are freaks <laughs> learned Amazing. learned authority upon giants say they have small brain cavities wow wow uh, professor cunningham who has been appointed to succeed and serve under his old teacher sir william turner in the chair of anatomy in the university of edinburgh is the greatest authority upon giants, says a London paper. He is at present occupied in elaborating the proofs of his belief that a giant in a morbid or is a morbid phenomenon. A man or woman who is more than six, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it, it goes into a little bit about his thoughts versus oh, okay. uh, a man or a woman who is more than six feet, five inches, or at the outside, six feet, six inches cannot be regarded as merely abnormal. The professor thinks he has shown that the mental characteristics of giants, easily good natured sloth and poor intelligence 
are those shown by victims of a rare disease of overgrowth called agronomaly. Wow. This is due wow. to the enlargement of the appendage of the brain, and Professor Cunningham has personally examined every giant skeleton in the British and Continental Museum and found that the little cavity in the skull corresponding with the part of the brain is enlarged in all of them. So I, I remember why I clipped. So I clipped all these last week. Yeah. I clipped this one because it states that there was a museum full of giant skeletons in yeah. Britain. So what happened to that? So where is it? Right. Like, where is it now? And this professor has examined all of them. God. I don't know, man. I, I feel like, I mean. I feel like uh, we're getting the shaft. We're getting the shaft is what it is. You're there were th thousands of newspaper articles on this stuff yeah. then. Um, yeah. The Paonia newspaper, September, that's Paonia, Colorado, September 16th, 1910. The headline is Giant Skeleton. Judge Francisco Montova of Monticello, Sierra County, New Mexico, vouches for the discovery near his place this past week of a human skeleton 19 feet in length. Wow. The remains of a specimen of some prehistoric race. A flood in the Canada Creek near Monticello washed out the rotting bones, which were positively identified as those of a human being. Hmm. The teeth are in good state of preservation. <clears throat> 30 large skeletons lying in rows presumably what? of Aztecs were recently discovered buried near the same town. Okay. That's. And that's the end of the article. And that's it. <laughs> that's the end of the article. Oh my God. So where's the article about the 30 large skeletons found? Yeah. Like to me, that would be noteworthy. Like that right there should make the headlines. I mean, it probably did. Like I said, this is just a little taste of, I didn't even start getting Man, into dude. the meat of all these articles. That is just nuts. It's just Gra nuts. Yeah. Grand Forks Daily Herald out of Grand Forks, North Dakota. <laughs> June 29th, 1915. Giant skeleton at Fergus Falls. Fergus Falls, Minnesota, June 29th, a giant skeleton has been unearthed on the farm of County Commissioner Thor Glenn. So another, like, trustworthy, probably trustworthy person, person yeah, of somebody, note anyways. Yeah, certainly. Uh, in the town of Everts, the jawbones and some of the teeth were in fair state of preservation, and the teeth were nearly twice the size of an ordinary man's teeth. God damn. Other bones indicated that the man must have been eight feet tall. At least, tourists from St. Louis secured the bones and sent them to scientists in that city. It is supposed the remains are those of a prehistoric man. My God. Uh, next article, Fort Worth Daily Gazette, August 15th, 1883. Wow. Okay. A giant skeleton is the headline. 
the bones of a prehistoric man 12 feet high discovered in Missouri. St. Joseph, Missouri, August 11th, Honorable <laughs> J.H. Hanley, a well-known and reliable citizen of Bernard, Missouri, writes to the Gazette the particulars of a discovery of a giant skeleton four miles southwest of his place. Holy shit. A farmer named John W. Hannon found the bones protruding from the bank of a ravine that had been cut by the actions of the rains during the past years. Mr. Hannon worked several days in unearthing the skeleton, which proved to be that of a human being whose height was 12 feet. The head through the temples had 12 or was 12 inches from the lower part of the skull at the back of the top was 15 inches and the circumference of the skull was 40 inches. Wow. Wow. The ribs were nearly four feet long. Jesus Christ. One was three quarters of an inch wide or one and a three quarters of an inch wide. The thigh bones were 30 inches long and in large proportion. When the earth was removed, the ribs stood up high enough to enable a man to crawl in and explore the interior of the skeleton, turn around and come out with ease. What? The first joint of the great toe above the nail was three inches long. So this is super detailed. Yeah. And the entire foot, 18 inches in length. The skeleton lay on its face 25 feet below the surface of the ground, and the toes were embedded in the earth, indicating that the body either fell or was placed there when the ground was soft. The left arm was passed around backwards and the hand resting on the spinal column, while the right arm was stretching out to the front and to the right. Hmm. Some of the bones crumbled on exposure to the air, but many good specimens were preserved and are now on exhibition in Bernard. Wow. Wow. Medical men are much interested. The skeleton is generally pronounced as a valuable relic of the prehistoric race. Dude. So, I mean, they're talking about it. That was in 1883. Is that what you said? 1883, yeah. So, yeah, like... I mean, they're talking about it, openly talking about it. And let's that be was, honest, like if this was something religious or in had religious implications to it mm-hmm. back then would have been even worse than now. You know what well, I'm yeah, saying? And, and so that's, that's super, super detailed. It Very doesn't detailed. seem to me like somebody looking at dinosaur bones could no. get that thought that there's a person no. laying there. Exactly. And that's just it. It's like they're they're able to tell you oh how this was laying, mm-hmm. how its arms were positioned upon death, or at least upon burial or what have you, right? Like that's fucking insane. Like they're able to tell you all of this detail <clears throat> and then where to where to go and see it for yourself. You know? Yeah. I, I, I bet I, I it, wow. I wonder if that museum's still around. Fuck, I don't like, know. Not man. that we it would still be there, but what? Well, no, but I mean, something has to be there, right? I mean, even if it's not there, if the museum is real, and it's even if the museum is still around, they should have records. Oh fuck! Like a historical society. Yeah, I mean, I would almost guarantee that we could find 
I mean, well, the you thing know is, if there's did. a cover up, it might not. The records might be gone, but Possibly. it's not something that we couldn't look into. But that's just it. It's like you know that the local paper probably did a story or five on that place. Mm-hmm. Most likely, even maybe even taking a photograph. Yeah. From within, I don't fucking know. Now, of course, like we see these days, you know, oh, a giant skeleton found here, found there, found wherever. And so many people online are like, it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's like completely dismiss everything right upon like just seeing it or whatever. They're like, oh, no, this is widely debunked. It's like maybe some of them are widely debunked, but maybe there is some merit to to a few of these as well, which if there is like this also then would suggest to me that. This is something that's worth looking into. Yeah, the the it's not that it would stop us, but obviously the outright uh, skepticism towards this would be that the people don't know what they were looking at. That's the it's just it'll just be brushed under like that by not anybody me. not wanting to, you know, believe it. But I mean, that's but fair, yeah. yeah. So, uh, another one: the Rathdrum Tribune out of. Rathdrum, Idaho, March 18th, 1910. Okay. Giant skeleton found. Unmoved, unseen, and untouched for hundreds of years or so long a period that it can only be estimated by historians and hidden in the recesses of a deep cave 25 miles north of Shoshone, Lincoln County, in southern Idaho, states a recent Boise report. The place was seldom been visited and is known to but a few is the skeleton of a giant 10 feet tall, evidently of prehistoric origin. Okay. As corroborated proof, they are now exhibiting in the rusty and time-worn barrel of what appears to be an old and ancient make rifle or gun weighing between 25 and 30 pounds, resembling a flintlock rifle, which they claim was picked up beside the skeleton. So it was a 10-foot-tall skeleton with a rifle. Huh. Uh, the bones will be taken out of the cave at the earliest possible date and carefully packed and forwarded to the Smithsonian Institute. There we go. There we go. Where it'll never be seen or heard of again. Its appearance is believed by those who have seen the skeleton will result in an invasion of the caves in that section of Idaho by students wishing to seek knowledge of the early inhabitants of America. The skull of the giant is twice as large as that of the average man. The shape would indicate that the giant had a massive head upon his broad shoulders, and the large limb bones indicated the giant must have been a man of great strength and physical power. Wow. The skeleton is very well preserved and was found far back in the chambers of the cave, stretched at full length. Wow. Close by was the barrel of a rusty gun, which is of make unknown to those familiar with firearms and considered a genuine trophy by its possessors. A reasonable theory can be advanced by the discoverers as to how the skeleton happened to be in the cave. Those who have looked into the Facts believe that the skeleton represents one of a lost race, probably unknown to historians in this day and age, which occupied the American continent long before the Redskin held the county in his power. Wow. 
It's from the Inland Herald. Wow. <laughs> well, it's 1910. Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, so there's one from 1910 that mentioned it was going to be sent to the Smithsonian. Yeah. Where again, it'll never be heard or seen from ever again. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy, man. All right. I got two more here. We'll get through. And then okay. this is from the Cococino or Coconino Sun, July 11, 1919, from Flagstaff, Arizona. A giant skeleton, 18 feet tall, Austin, Texas, June 14th. If the report that the fossilized skeleton of a giant 18 feet tall has been found near Seymour, Texas is true, it is the most important ethnological discovery ever made in the world, remarked Dr. J.E. Pierce, professor of anthropology at the University of Texas. Quote, I would break, it would break all previous records of giants by nearly 10 feet and the tallest known to anthropological research was only eight feet, five inches in height. Wow. Um, okay. The skeleton is in possession of W.J. McKinney, Houston, Texas, oil prospector who found it and has been seen by a number of people who vouch for the truth of the size of the relic of a hitherto unknown race. Mr. McKinney while making an excavation on the narrow watershed between the Brazos and Wichita rivers came upon the fossilized skeleton near the surface. Mr. Kinney writes, I estimate that the man weighed from 2000 to 2,500 pounds. I don't know how he estimated that, but yeah, no shit. Uh, according to my deductions, he lived about 2,800 years ago. I don't know how he, Maybe yeah, because but, of the depth of the, where he was found. Yeah, maybe. That could be. Uh, the skull is six times the size of an ordinary man. Uh, Mr. McKinney does not explain how he arrived at the figures. As to the probable period of the existence of the remarkable man, it is probable that the bones of the giant will be donated to the Smithsonian Institute. Hey. Which, Fuck under me. the direction of Dr. J. Walter Fuchs is now conducting an anthropological research work in Texas. That's fascinating. And that's the end of the article. Fascinating, though. Give me a fucking break. Wow. Wow. And then I believe... Okay, so I got one more, and this is the biggest one so uh, so far, anyways. Uh, Monroe City Democrat from Monroe City, Missouri, okay. October 25th, 1918. Barnum not first in field. Uh, French surgeon centuries ago proved himself a genius in the art of humbuggery. Oh, maybe this one isn't. I don't I don't know why I clicked. Uh, we'll see what I'll read it. Humbuggery. On January 11th, 1613. Some masons were digging near the ruins of a castle near Dufane, Upper Burgundy. So I clipped this one because it was uh, international. Yeah. And it was just a tale. Uh, Upper Burgundy in a field which by tradition has long been called the Giant's Field. 
At a depth of 18 feet, they discovered a brick tomb, 30 feet long, 12 feet broad, and 9 feet high, hmm. bearing the inscription, Theodobacus Rex. Uh, within was a giant skeleton, 25, six, 25 feet 6 inches in length, 10 feet across, and 5 feet from breastbone to backbone. Wow. The teeth were the size of an ox's foot, the shin bone measured four feet. Some of the bones were carried to Paris and placed on ex exhibition. They spoke for themselves to disastrous result, as will be seen. The regard, with regard to the story, Parisians had to depend upon the world of self-alleged organizer of the party of Masons, the Masons. <laughs> he was a surgeon named Mazarian. His ingenuity and energy in advertising himself and his giant indicated that he was a Barnum of his day. Okay. Both the pleasure-seeking and or scientific world were excited over the wonderful discovery. Thousand flocks to see the bones. Wow. Dr. Moserine was on high road to fortune when one day an autonomous announced the skeleton of Teen King Theobotus is nothing more than a part of a fossil remains of an elephant. I don't, I, I, I think I didn't mean to clip that one. I meant to save it, but I didn't. Um, there was one I remember, and I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, or that it mentioned a 32 foot giant. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, that's but, almost twice as big as the others. Yeah. Um, let me see here. They're crazy, though. Fuck I might crazy. I might actually have it. Give me give me just a second. So what was that zipping noise? I was unzipping my laptop case. Uh, that's um but so what do you what do you think? Giants like even articles then mentioned the Smithsonian. See, and that's what's interesting, man. It's like you think about that cuz when did I say that happened? 1846 or some shit like that? That's when it was created, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um god, man. I don't know. I don't know, but it's like, here comes the Smithsonian and then it's like, okay, and now we're dropping it. But then there, there was places to go to see these things, to see these artifacts and, and these bones and these remains that they were finding. And I mean, how many people walked through those doors of any one of these given buildings and, and witnessed this for themselves? And then what happened to that fucking history? You know, like, like, we just stop talking about shit, and it just disappears. Like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to me. Yeah, I, I have a bunch of articles here, but I don't want to take the time to go through all of them just I, to... I, I want to hear from the people, though. Like, I want to hear from what, what you guys think at home. So, like, 913-730-7255. Text us, call us, leave us a voicemail, what have you. Like I want to, I want to know. I mean, if if you guys have ever heard anything, seen anything weird like this, I want to know about this. I want to see one for myself. I'd probably shit myself, but that's neither here nor there. I want to know if everybody thinks we should go out and try to track down some information on these things. I think it would be fascinating to go interview, to see if we could find somebody to like that's this person mentioned in the article's grandson. Like, yeah. It's like, did they have anything or, you know what I mean, that was passed down? Even a story yeah. passed down 
from generation to generation or what have you. Like, I don't know, man. But it's like really in the grand scheme of things. I mean, you're talking, I mean, the early 1900s, give or take. I mean, that's well, not that's that all these long art- ago. Yeah, yeah. And you know that's what, what all mean? these articles are right. from that I found. But th- this stuff. But I mean, there's things that there, are There's happening. modern reports. Exactly. Sure. There's things that are happening even within the last like 50, 60 years, um, 30 years. Like it's fascinating stuff. I want to try to track these things down. This is something that yeah. uh, there's hints of it out there in the paranormal field, but it's not really like covered. It's not because again, like people see this stuff and they immediately just dismiss it. I don't know, man. I think it's a trail worth going down personally. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think it's sexy. What else do you have for the good peeps? Uh, uh, go to go to ectoplasmshow.com and check out the website i want people to start telling us their Mm. paranormal ghost stories ufo stories yeah we have the phone number which you can call and leave a voicemail or text or you can email us at ectoplasmshow at gmail.com and we'll read your story on the air and and discuss that'd be hot I, i i i have an itch i i want to hear people's personal paranormal stories and read about them fuck yeah i love it all right peeps on that happy little note we will let you go and we'll talk to you all very soon peace Thank you.